traditional, unceded Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminim-speaking Musqueam people. to CITR 101.9 FM. Uh, you're listening to Real World. 
Uh, I'm your host, Jin, and today we're uh, broadcasting, uh, well, not live, but um, CITR is located on unceded Musqueam and Coast Salish territory on uh, the UBC campus in Vancouver. So, um, yeah, it's been quite a long hiatus, uh, but we're, we're back, and really excited to talk about films with you, um, and what we, what, how we feel about them, and, um, it, yeah, just think of this show as, like, an extension of UBC Film Sock, which, uh, is one of the oldest film clubs on campus, so, um, yeah, now we have a bigger platform to talk about it. I think it's the, one of the oldest clubs. One of the oldest clubs, yeah. I'm correcting yourself? things that aren't important because I'm annoying. But yeah. That's okay. Can you introduce oh, yourself? Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Esri. I'm co-president of UBC Film Sock this year. Yeah. Whoa. Thank you for um, being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Today we are talking about the movie Metropolis, which was directed by Rintaro, uh, released in 2001. This movie was based on the original manga published in 1949 by Tezuka Osamu, which uh, he, he was the one that, um, you know, wrote the whole Astro Boy series. Uh, so, you know, very big person in the mangaka and anime world. Uh, so I heard about this movie um, and decided to watch it mostly because I'm currently in um, an anime class. It's uh, actually Asia 326 for anyone who's interested in taking it as well. And this movie, uh, it's actually a really interesting history behind it because uh, Tezuka Osamu uh, first wrote it in 1949, or, or it was published in 1949, and the movie was released in 2001, like I said. But uh, the history behind uh, sort of how Tezuka decided to write the manga originally was because he saw... Um, the Fritz Lang's 1927 German science uh, silent film of the same name. Um, so I hadn't heard about this movie when when I was assigned to watch it, but um, I knew about this German version. So uh, you can imagine my confusion when I, you know, thought that it was the German version for my anime class. But uh, yeah, obviously not. But um, it actually did take a lot of inspiration from it. Um, not necessarily that Tezuka had actually watched Fritz Lang's film, but he saw a poster of it and um, and was inspired to write the story after seeing the poster. So the manga and the Lang film actually don't share uh, plot elements, but um, interestingly enough, in the 2001 version, the um, they did incorporate elements from... Lang's 1927 Metropolis. So um, there's just like a lot of um, interesting influence happening there. Uh, and then and then the original, uh, or not original, I guess, but like Fritz Lang's version of Metropolis was also influenced by a lot of other German dramas. Um, and his wife uh, wrote the screenplay. And so I think there's actually... Uh, just a lot of interesting factors at play because the 2001 version then actually used elements from Fritz Lang's story that were not canonically in Tezuka's version. So um, I thought it was really interesting of just how like all these stories helped to shape each other. Uh, so we're gonna take a quick break um, and play Secrets to Know by Elastic Stars. I hope you enjoy.
Join Balloon Club. We guarantee that you will be able to make a balloon poodle within the first day. Here at the UBC Ant Club, we just like to talk about ants and compare ant farms.、Uh, it's really cool. Paperclip Club is all about, well, paperclips mostly. At Blah Club, you can blah 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 blah. Explosions. There's only one club worth joining at UBC, and that's CITR 101.9 FM. We got free tickets to shows, whirly pops, professional help in all types of audio engineering, passes to festivals, crazy parties, live band swag, all types of crazy people. Our programming manager rides a motorcycle. There's freestyle rapping, Nardwar, the human serviette, the vinyl and record libraries, Discorder magazine, free studio recording, and it sure beats the hell out of Paperclip Club, which is a thing that I just made up because I work at CITR. So come check us out on the top floor of the Student Union Building. We got all types of crazy shit for you to do. Or check us out online at www.citr.ca. Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theater, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theater, visit their website at www.riotheater.ca. I disguise my bad intentions. I got nothing to hide except the tendency to separate the part of me that's feeling too desperate to die.
listening to real world and um, we're talking about metropolis today so um, just to give a brief summary on what exactly this movie is about it's uh, basically just to like really simple basic I I don't know how much spoiler I guess there's gonna be some spoilers here but um, yeah the the main character Kenichi he is kind of he he's he's on a mission with his uncle in in this city metropolis um and metropolis is like stratified and like divided into all these um levels so you know uh classic like those who are closer to the sky and like fresh air they're wealthier and like um it's just divided into three zones so like the last zone which is like the bottom like sewage area um which is mostly only inhabited by robots that are cleaning it um and yeah so so there's this thing called the ziggurat which um in the story it's referred to as like the equivalent of like the babylonian tower um and sort of like this very uh just this very powerful it it seems to have life in itself and it's a building basically (laughs) a really large building and (laughs) and it's connected to um and so tima is is developed and created in order to uh, sit on this throne in the ziggurat uh, and basically be like a central control unit for all the robots in the world. Um, and then, and then, yeah, and so, and so, it's just kind of like uh, following Tima after she's born, born, quote unquote, born, and um, how she navigating like all the villains of uh, who were trying to destroy her or find her or you know uh, exploit her. Yeah. Everyone um, wants something mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. her. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, so... Um, talking about Tima, I... Uh, in the end, um, she falls down the building. Um, and I was thinking that, like, that's kind of open to interpretation, like, at yeah. the very end. like We don't really see, like... We don't see, like, a corpse Yeah, or well, you do see, like... Her oh, well, you heart. see, like, a part of her, like, yeah. Uh, it's it's supposed to be, like, her heart. But then it's, like... When when Fifi, this, like, assistant robot, like, comes to help them out, or comes to help Kenichi out after he's trying to find Tima at the very end in, like, the rubble, like, um, he comes with the heart, and, like, there's all these other parts that the robots are presenting. But then, like, the implication is for, or, like, the question, I guess, is sort of, like, oh, could she be rebuilt? At least that's what I was wondering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... I think I think now the in media there's there there's a difference between like robots that can be rebuilt and mm. like purely mechanical um versus like robots or like cyborgs I guess that have organic material in them and like you know to what extent can like a robot with organic material be rebuilt I guess yeah I mean I feel like I feel like the implication in the movie is that my understanding is that she can be rebuilt. Yeah. Because Kenichi, I feel like he has a connection with the robots, and he seemed to understand that she was. He decides to stay behind with the robots. Yeah. And I feel like 
it's in order to help rebuild Tima. See, and that's interesting because then, like, okay, if we're sort of talking about, like, where Tima lies on the robot to human spectrum, that sort of goes more on, like, the robot side because it's, like, rebuilding, like, a body and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how she was built in the first place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I wonder, I, I feel like because... In, in the imagery of, like, how she was being built, I almost feel like it was more organic than robotic, though. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because she's, like, you know, in this, like, sort of, like, I guess, Im- amniotic fluid. Yeah. And just, like, hooked up. And, and she, it's, like, it's like oh, she can't be touched yet. Like, she might, like... It seemed very, like, birth of a god. Like, she's yeah. very much, like, portrayed as a god in this world. Of, like Yeah, she literally glows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, this, like human robot god person yeah just a lot of things yeah yeah a lot of hyphens there um but yeah i i just thought that was interesting because because at first i definitely did think that she was dead dead yeah yeah me too and like like okay and the thing that's where like spirals towards all this and her like dying and everything Mm -hmm. is her basically realizing that she is a robot and like Mm-hmm. sort of going crazy and being hooked up to like the ziggurat and stuff yeah. like all this stuff is happening and before that she sort of thought that she was just like a normal human mm-hmm. like she didn't mm-hmm. like realize this yeah 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 well i guess like and then in terms of like real world stuff we're kind of you know with all the technology that's being used in like medicine and like yeah and in, in, like replacing body parts that like organic stuff that that is not working the way it should with mechanical parts then it's like i feel like the blurriness just continues to yeah to it's be like very blurry in, in in our in like you know the real world as well just like mm-hmm. we do have a lot of like technology in our bodies now too yeah yeah and like could get more so in the future <laughs> in the future yeah you never know um so uh I have a lot of songs scheduled, but we're just going to take another break. Um, Really short, uh, I just want to play uh, an old favorite by Club Sofa. It's called No Frills. Um, Yeah, hope you enjoy.
Yeah, that's what we were talking about, I um, think. Yes, yeah, so so kind of touching on the themes of humanity, uh, th- there's this one scene that I kind of wanted to bring up um, was with when, when when they first meet Tima um, in, or, or like when, when she first has a conversation with Kenichi. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's this moment of like, you know, I am I am who? is, like, the, con- the the sort of recurring phrase that you'll, like, hear more and more about in the movie. Um, and she kind of constantly says that. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I am, like, this questioning of, like, the subjective I and where, where she's placed in the world of, like, you know, from my interpretation of, like, human versus robot. Um, and, you know, later in the film, you find out that she identifies as, as human. Yeah, and she doesn't realize that she's like a robot mm-hmm, at all, mm-hmm. which is fair. Uh, for yeah, so so in the movie she doesn't she she looks very human like. It's only because of like the beginning of the movie where you see her like uh, construction of her body that, yeah. that you understand that she's a robot. And I think she like I wasn't entirely sure about this, but I think she has like some of the memories of the the <laughs> what's his name the the dude's daughter who died oh it's also tima oh T- yeah, no yeah, yeah. but what's the what's oh, the guy duke red duke red yeah because yeah. she is sort of like created to mm-hmm, replace mm-hmm, his mm-hmm, dead daughter mm-hmm. yeah so i think she has like some of her memories and stuff it i'm not sure be. actually because because the I, I feel like something i really like about the film um is that it does intentionally leave a, a lot vague, yeah um and it's not that explicit with with some things especially um I feel like I feel like I'm still kind of unclear of like how much uh how much of her was actually made from human organs, you know? Yeah, cuz some of it was like literal human organs yeah. smuggled in. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so it, um I I feel like the film, especially with the visuals, it gives you enough. Um but but you you're allowed to make your own interpretations of like you know who is human who is yeah. robot in that sense. Yeah, and it's like if she does have like both these like robot and human parts could there be, like, an argument that, like, oh, maybe she's, like, android on the robot to human yeah. scale? Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. with, like, a... Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I feel like those definitions are definitely, like, a lot clearer now for us, yeah. maybe. Like, I feel like we But that wouldn't have been, like, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. We've, like, kind of categorized it for ourselves to, mm-hmm. to kind of understand it. Um, I don't know that much about categorizing <laughs> yeah, it, but... I know there's... Um... I know nothing about science. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the, the, um, I, I know, like, we were discussing this in my class, and, and a lot of people felt that, like, the film left too much vague, and the motivations of the characters weren't clear. Oh, yeah. Did you feel that way? Um, maybe a bit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know, there were at times where it's, like, I would have wanted, like, character motivations and stuff to be expanded on more, mm-hmm. just to, like, see more. Like, I think, like, you know, we got a sense of what everyone wanted and what they were doing but for some characters i was just wondering like a little bit more like what's up what what why are you doing this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like how how especially with the the evil guys is what um, yeah people the, the, yeah yeah like I felt Duke that. Red and his like adopted son in the movie yeah Doc. 
Yeah. Who's no, like, oh my god. Okay, wait. <laughs> I kind of wanted more of Rock. I kind of wanted, like... He's he's actually really interesting, especially with yeah. the way they designed him and everything. Um, but, 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 but it, it does... But all you know about him is that he's, like, weirdly loyal. Yeah, and, and he, like, he has daddy issues. Like, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Tima is, like, gonna replace him, basically, right. for Duke Red. Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. he feels, like, insecure about this. And he hates robots. And, oh my god, yeah. like, when we were watching, like, <laughs> there was sort of this, there was this theory mentioned, like, what if he's a robot, too, oh, with a bunch right. of, like internalized mm-hmm. anti-robot sentiment mm-hmm. and maybe this is why he hates other robots so much yeah. like i really like that about this film is that like i i like that they left it unclear a lot mm-hmm. because um there there's there's just so much room for interpretation for like okay what what do you think yeah is his you know issue that he's um struggling with and there's like they give you just enough i feel like yeah yeah rock and we're going to take a quick break now and listen to Julia Jacqueline's To Perth Before the Border Closes. Um, I only actually recently listened to this song, um, but I love Julia Jacqueline, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Radio show is brewed fresh and served fresh in the peak of its flavor. If you're a tough customer, only the taste of this radio show will do. So go ahead, let Dunkin' Donuts make your radio experience exquisite. Indeed. <laughs> Dunkin's Donuts, serving sweet treats from the pop underground. Thursdays, noon to one.
Ta-ta. Now the patriarchy is dead, and we killed it. If you identify as a woman, femme, trans, or non-binary, CITR wants you on the air. You can talk about literally whatever you want as long as you care about it. No worries if you have no experience. We'll train you in everything you need to know. Come by CITR and say hi. Hey, hi, hello. From 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday to Friday to help us never play Led Zeppelin on CITR 101.9 FM ever again. Hi everyone, we're back. Uh, you're listening to the UBC Film Sock radio show, Real World, and we're going to continue our discussion on the 2001 movie, Metropolis. Uh, Esri, do you have any other thoughts you wanted to share? Oh, I have like, I mean, I have thoughts that are less related to like the robot human stuff. Oh, okay, and, okay. That was my main point okay, that yeah. I wanted to, like, really kind of go into, but, like, what, what, what... Oh, part? well, no, I was just thinking about how, like... <laughs> okay, I watched this YouTube video essay, like, a couple years ago mm-hmm. about, like, the born sexy yesterday trope, where, like, basically a woman is, like, brought into existence as, like, you know, more, like, not as a baby, but, like, as, like, you know, a girl or a woman, and there's, like, a man who sort of has to, like teach her how to like be oh. a person ish like <gasps> oh yeah I see. like so she's sort of like a baby mm-hmm. but she's like a grown person at the same time yeah, and she has yeah, to be yeah. like taught by like a man who there is usually like a romantic thing with yeah. and yeah, i was yeah, just yeah. thinking about how like like this movie does sort of like fit into that trope there it does <laughs> like, it does and then it's like it's like it's like it's like they're all she, she, she's very Cute. like sexualized exactly i would say but there are like shots that like you know she's like this glowing figure like um she doesn't have clothes at first like you don't see anything oh yeah she doesn't, she have, doesn't clothes. have clothes for yeah <laughs> so she's just wearing like the jacket the boy gives her yeah and he he's the one who's sort of having to like save her and like teach her mm-hmm. how to speak and stuff mm-hmm. everything yeah 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 <laughs> and i mean they're not like I, I actually couldn't completely tell how old they were supposed to be like I, I could see, like, maybe they're, like, 13, maybe they're, like, 17, I don't know. Like, I think they were teens. They, they, they might have been. Yeah. I, I think, I think he was at least, like, 12, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, I guess, like, the, I, 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 what you, when you said, like, oh, yeah, just coming into the world as, like, as, as this, not exactly as, like, a baby, but, yeah. like, still as a fully formed like yeah person. it's like an infantile woman yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the other idea kind of extending on that like the revenge of like the the cute is what it was called like mm. i was um i was talking about this in my class but like you know like um all the robots including i, I guess i want to focus on on tima right now but like all the robots are are like very cute yeah true and, and then this revenge of the cute of like it kind of makes like a 180 of like at first they they are all you know needed they all need protection they're all very delicate and then yeah and then i wonder what it says of like just like completely turning quote-unquote evil by Mm. by the end yeah it's quite a like is it demonizing her (laughs) i don't know because like okay because like i feel like it wouldn't necessarily be demonizing her if it's demonizing anyone it's more like demonizing like her creators and stuff Mm -hmm. in a way Mm -hmm. like because like she you sort of see like she can't i mean she can't help that she exists like this yeah um but yeah it actually it gets very like we take a very yeah sharp 180 from cute to like sort of like gory almost like robot gore like Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 I know, I don't think we can. It's okay. I'll just close the window though. Okay. Um <clears throat> Okay, robot gore. Yeah, robot gore. Yeah, with the robot gore, I think um it's 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 so I, I get it was animated so well too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with like and, and you know, just very clear like half of her face is like robot underneath all the skin that's been ripped off and then half of it is still like intact skin. yeah and it's like very much like 
it's sort of perfectly in half in a way where if you hold your if she held her face like one way to one side it's just like it's a beautiful human face and if she goes to the other side yeah it's yeah, like yeah. this grotesque robot yeah 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 wow <laughs> <laughs> a lot of layers there literally a lot and of layers. figuratively I yeah because that's you true feel back the skin yeah. And it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just mechanics underneath. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my God. Wait, I totally forgot to mention this, but like also what I thought was interesting is like, she doesn't, okay. So what's the boy's name again? Kenichi. Kenichi. Yeah. yeah. Like he really wants to save her at the end. Like he's desperately trying to save her, but she seems sort of like she, like she just wants to give up sort of mm-hmm. like she's like mm-hmm. falling from huge heights and he keeps trying to save her. I wonder why, though. Yeah. Because I understand her point of view of, like, she really has no one else. Yeah. Um, and she was just, like, born and then he saved her. Uh-huh. Um, and then they follow each other around. But it's, like, Kenichi's motivation is kind of unclear as well. I know. Okay. Like, why is, is it just he like... risking his life so much? Like, you know? Is it just that he, like, has a crush on her? Like, yeah, what? Or yeah. is it, like, does it feel like... I don't know, sort of like an attachment to like protect her since mm-hmm, he sort of mm-hmm. found her yeah. out in the world. Like uh, a hero, like like wanting to be a hero, like a very masculine hero. Yeah, maybe? I know. Yeah, it's sort of like putting him into the roles of like you know knight in shining armor and damsel mm-hmm, in distress mm-hmm. type of thing. And it's it's but it's also like it seems like he's putting himself into that. Position yeah, a lot and more. she doesn't necessarily want to be saved. She doesn't expect that. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a weird movie now. Yeah, movie. yeah. I know. Like, I mean, <laughs> and seeing that it's like written originally like nineteen forty nine, I can see there uh-huh. being some like questionable like gender sort of stuff going on yeah. in the movie. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's interesting. The animation's great. <laughs> <laughs> the animation is great. <laughs> it's a pretty yeah, especially with like the sh- the city. I think they, uh, like, the characters are great, um, of course. With, yeah. But actually, actually, I would argue the characters are animated not as good as the city. Okay, the city's really cool, though, because you've got sort of, like, both, like, 3D animation-ish and 2D yeah. animation at the same I time. Mean, and we, s- like, yeah. the fish. Yeah. Like, that fish scene. Yeah. With, like, the, like, real fish. Like, the real image of Oh, my God, yeah, there's, like, realistic-looking giant fish, and then, like, the, mm. like... Yeah, and, like, okay, like, I would expect that to be really jarring, but I think it works well for the movie. Like, it creates, like, a very just, like, weird vibe all around. Yeah, yeah I think that, like, I was definitely more impressed with the scenery than the... I, I Like, I feel like they were more experimental with the, like, actual background stuff than yeah. they were with the characters, maybe. And mm-hmm. they were more... Um, yeah, maybe just more authentic to Osamu's style. Um, Though that's sort of an interesting way to put it, because they're if they're being more authentic to his style with like the three D animation than like the two D animation that you'd think would more yeah. closely resemble his style. Yeah. Well, no, as in I feel like the two. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not actually sure about the th- yeah. Yeah, the I d- I don't think the backgrounds could be like too yeah, similar. No, 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 no. <laughs> considering they're like. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, just like very chibi. Yeah. And chubby. No, yeah, see, that's the thing that made it hard for me to tell a lot of character ages, I think, because they all look so... Like, we couldn't figure out how old, like, Rock was at all. Like... Yeah. Or, well... He could be anywhere between, like, 10 and, like, I don't think he's 10, though. He went into, like, a... I think he's, like... 15 to 30. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. Like, I don't know. It was very hard to tell their ages because they all look, like, so cute. They're so cute. Yeah. (laughs) But... I think, I think that's all the time we have. Um, thank you for for talking with me today. Thank you about, for having me. Yeah. Are there are there any um, uh, film sock things we should mention? I'm just tracking my head. <laughs> oh my god! Wait. Okay. So there are there are a couple that I do want to plug in. Um, and I think they'll be really fun. So please come out to those and. The first one we have coming up pretty quickly is on Sunday, February 28th. It's a social night that we host over Discord. So uh, we'll watch a movie together and talk about it. Kind of like what we do here, but um, 
a bit more discourse uh, happening there with more people, so that'll be interesting. And we still have productions going on this year. Um, if you are interested in filmmaking at all, no experience required, reach out and we'll tell you more information about that. But uh, what I can tell you right now is that there will be both um, remote and non-remote positions. So if um, whichever one suits you best, uh, we can make that happen. And um, everything will be done according to safety and health regulations right now. Um, and last thing I want to mention is that um, just keep an eye out for Norm Selects. Norm Selects is this uh, super neat project being run by our film liaison Michael right now, who um, around, yeah, about every month he interviews a new director or a filmmaker, um, anyone involved in the industry of filmmaking, and you can submit your questions to be answered too. So um, really, really cool. Uh, thanks again for joining us today on The Real World and I'll catch you again soon. And I just have um, one last uh, song or artist to play. I'm gonna play the whole EP. It's a very short EP. Um, it's the new Jams record by Luna Lee. Uh, super cool um, up and coming artist uh, who actually I think has been on the scene for a while, but I only discovered her recently. Um, plays lots of instruments, makes very soft, beautiful angelic music um so i hope you enjoy mm -hmm.